Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Lucy Hickmott. It's Friday the 31st of January and on the day Britain leaves the EU, we're taking a look back at how Brexit happened. It all started back in January 2013 with this promise from David Cameron. The next Conservative manifesto in 2015 will ask for a mandate from the British people for a Conservative government to negotiate a new settlement with our European partners in the next Parliament. It will be a relationship with the single market at its heart. And when we have negotiated that new settlement, we will give the British people a referendum with a very simple in or out choice to stay in the European Union on these new terms or to come out altogether. It will be an in-out referendum. Three years later, on the 20th of February 2016, he delivered on that commitment. You will decide, and whatever your decision, I will do my best to deliver it. On Monday, I will commence the process set out under our Referendum Act, and I will go to Parliament and propose that the British people decide our future in Europe through an in-out referendum on Thursday the 23rd of June. The choice is in your hands, but my recommendation is clear. I believe that Britain will be safer, stronger and better off in a reformed European Union. He campaigned to remain in the EU, but as we all know, the referendum result ended up being 52% to leave. David Cameron announced he would stand down as Prime Minister. I love this country and I feel honoured to have served it and I will do everything I can in future to help this great country succeed. The race was then on to find the next Conservative Party leader. Theresa May won when Andrew Leadsom quit the contest after it had been whittled down to those two. To have won the support of 84 of my colleagues was a great expression of confidence. Nevertheless, this is less than 25% of the parliamentary party. And after careful consideration, I do not believe this is sufficient support. Shoppers in Rochester told us what they thought of Theresa May at the time. Well, the problem is she wanted to stay in the EU and we voted to leave, obviously. I'm not sure if it's the right person to lead us onwards. I never thought I would be rooting for Theresa May, but she is competent, she is careful and she will see us through this ghastly mess we're in. That didn't quite turn out to be true, but Mrs May was full of optimism when she took over as Prime Minister in July 2016. We are living through an important moment in our country's history. Following the referendum, we face a time of great national change. And I know because we're Great Britain that we will rise to the challenge. As we leave the European Union, we will forge a bold new positive role for ourselves in the world. And we will make Britain a country that works not for a privileged few, but for every one of us. That will be the mission of the government I lead. And together, we will build a better Britain. Prominent pro-Brexit campaigners were given top jobs in the Cabinet, with Boris Johnson being named Foreign Secretary. At the Conservative Party conference that October, Theresa May set out her plan. Let's have the confidence in ourselves to go out in the world, securing those trade deals, winning contracts, generating wealth and creating jobs. And let's get behind the team of ministers, David Davis, Liam Fox, Priti Patel and Boris Johnson, who are working on our plan for Brexit 
who know we're going to make a success of it and who will make a reality of global Britain. Let's get this plan for Brexit right. Let's show the country we mean business. On March the 29th, 2017, Theresa May sent a letter to the European Council President triggering Article 50 and setting the date for the UK's departure for two years' time. Then in April 2017, she made this announcement. I have just chaired a meeting of the Cabinet where we agreed that the government should call a general election to be held on the 8th of June. She was hoping to win a bigger majority by going to the polls, but it didn't quite work out and they ended up losing seats. The Prime Minister had to make a deal with the DUP to prop up her government. Negotiations between the UK and EU continued and in July 2018, Theresa May announced Cabinet support for her withdrawal agreement. That was set back straight away though, as several key members quit her Cabinet, including Brexit Secretary David Davis and then Foreign Secretary Boris Johnson. In December, the Prime Minister survived a vote of no confidence, but in January 2019, her Brexit deal lost the first meaningful vote in Parliament by 432 to 202, the biggest defeat for the government in the UK's history. In March, Theresa May brought her deal before Parliament again to try and get it passed before the original deadline, but it was again defeated and she was forced to ask for an extension until the end of June. Kent News. It was around this time Operation Brock was tested out on the M20. The contraflow system was put in place to deal with potential delays at Dover in the event of a no-deal Brexit by essentially turning one side of the motorway into a lorry park. Meanwhile, hundreds of thousands of pro-EU protesters marched in London to demand a second EU referendum. By April, the Prime Minister was forced to ask for another delay to Brexit. I've uh, just met with Donald Tusk, the President of the European Council, where I agreed an extension to the Brexit process to the end of October at the latest. I continue to believe we need to leave the EU with a deal as soon as possible. And vitally, the EU have agreed that the extension can be terminated when the withdrawal agreement has been ratified, which was my key request of my fellow leaders. I know that there is huge frustration from many people that I had to request this extension. The UK should have left the EU by now, and I sincerely regret the fact that I have not yet been able to persuade Parliament to approve a deal which would allow the UK to leave in a smooth and orderly way. With the new Halloween deadline in place, Theresa May took her withdrawal agreement to Parliament again, but it lost once more. Finally, in May, she announced she would stand aside as Prime Minister. Our politics may be under strain, but there is so much that is good about this country. So much to be proud of so much to be optimistic about. I will shortly leave the job that it has been the honour of my life to hold. The second female Prime Minister, but certainly not the last. I do so with no ill will, but with enormous and enduring gratitude to have had the opportunity to serve the country I love. Later that month, both the Conservatives and Labour lost MEPs in the European elections, with the Brexit party claiming a big victory. Leader Nigel Farage said it should be a wake-up call for Westminster. Never before in British politics has a new party launched just six weeks ago topped the polls in a national election. The reason, of course, is very obvious. We voted to leave in a referendum. We were supposed to do so on March the 29th and 
we haven't. There's a huge message here, massive message here. If we don't leave on October the 31st, then the scores you've seen for the Brexit party today will be repeated in a general election and we are getting ready for it. Fast forward to July when we found out the results of the Conservative leadership contest. Jeremy Hunt, 46,656. Boris Johnson, 92,153. Boris Johnson became the UK's Prime Minister and promised to get Brexit done. The following month, the UK Parliament was prorogued following advice given to the Queen by the government. The Supreme Court later ruled that the suspension had been unlawful. In September, Boris Johnson promised not to ask the EU for another extension. I'd rather be dead in a ditch. But in the end, he had to delay Britain's departure, this time until the end of January. Then came another general election. We went to the polls less than two weeks before Christmas, as the Prime Minister looked to break the Brexit deadlock. His plan paid off with the Conservatives winning a majority of 80 seats. It does look as though this one nation Conservative government has been given a powerful new mandate <laughs> to get Brexit done. After that, it was pretty smooth sailing for Boris Johnson's Brexit deal. It cleared all the parliamentary hurdles in both the Commons and the Lords before becoming law. The European Parliament ratified the agreement on January the 29th. Now more than three and a half years since the UK voted to leave the EU, Brexit is finally happening. Britain will formally leave at 11 o'clock tonight before entering an 11-month transition period where the UK will continue to follow EU rules while a trade deal is negotiated. There are still concerns about what will happen after that, especially in terms of trade and transport. But sitting Bourne and Sheppey MP Gordon Henderson says now is a time to celebrate. Here we are on the day of our independence at 11 o'clock this evening. We can all uh, pull out our bottles, and I was going to say bottles of champagne, but I won't be opening a bottle of champagne. I'll be opening a bottle of English sparkling wine, just to show that we are once again going to be an independent nation, and I'm absolutely delighted. I'm going to be celebrating tonight, because tonight is important to me personally, and important to a lot of other people who want to leave the EU. But we're not going to be triumphalist about it. You know, this, we're not going to be saying that, you know, oh, we've won the battle. We haven't won the battle. That's not what it was about. We weren't, weren't, it was, wasn't about winning a battle or a war. This was about uh, re, uh, reclaiming our independence. And, and now, having done so, we've got to come together. Uh, there is no longer leavers and remainers. We are British, all the same. We all want the same thing, the best for our country. And we've got to work together both sides of the argument to ensure that now we get the best possible deal we can from the EU and more importantly the best possible deal we get from other non-EU countries and that is the key to our future prosperity. Boris Johnson will address the nation later saying Brexit marks the dawn of a new era. Events will also be taking place across the UK to mark the occasion including a number of parties here in Kent. That's it for now but for more news at any time you can head to kentonline.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.